Let's fly down the five. Destination, Pachunga Arena. Everything San Diego goals. And the American Hockey League, right now on Goals Report. Welcome into episode seven of Gulls Report here on Duckstream. Alexis Downey here, joined by Andy Zilch, the voice of the San Diego Gulls, the American Hockey League affiliate for the Anaheim Ducks. Andy, how is your week going? Oh, it's going good. I, I can't uh, can't complain about anything, and you know, getting ready for a good game on Wednesday, and then hopefully two points, ready to stuff myself with some turkey the next day. <laughs> Well, let's go back to last weekend, a tough loss for the team on Friday versus the Grand Rapids Griffins. And then the team was able to bounce back on Saturday with a big six to one win. A lot going on that night. But let's start with Willie O'Ree and how San Diego celebrated him. Yeah, that was really special. Uh, We made it Willie O'Ree Day. Well, not we, but uh, not only uh, us, but uh, the city also wanted to recognize him as Willie O'Ree Day, that'll be on November 19th. And uh, BJ McPherson and I, our, our color commentator, we were talking about it a little bit during the game, even before the game, or just how special it is. I mean, and, and what he means, not only to our franchise, our organization, but just to the sport itself. And he's such a sharp man, such a kind man. It's a wonderful acknowledgement, I think, that uh, was bestowed upon him. So, you know, he, he's always there with a smile on his face and a great story, and uh, I couldn't be happier for him. And then looking at the game, Glenn Godden had a hat trick, and I watched the highlight, and I saw that it was an open net goal, his third goal of the game. So let's talk about his play in that and what you saw from him. Well, he actually, uh, his second goal was a, a really good rest shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in looking at him over the previous years with the Stockton Heat, uh, he's been more so of a playmaker. You know he's got a good score, a good scoring nose, but he really showed it off on that game, I feel. And he had a shot at the top of the circle. There was a little bit of a screen, and he used it to his advantage and just ripped it over the shoulder of the goaltender. And then the, uh, the hat-trick goal that you were talking about is kind of a peculiar mm-hmm. way that it unfolded because uh, the Griffins were down by, I want to say, three goals at the time. There's seven minutes left, and it was four on four. And they pulled the goalie. And it was a dumping, and the, the Gauls got to the puck first. They fed God, and then all of a sudden, he has a huge seam up ice, and then just takes complete advantage of it uh, to get his hat trick goals. It was really, it was really weird to see it happen. I was hoping that he'd get it five on five or even strength, but uh, you know what? If they're going to give it to him, then he's going to take it. Oh wow! Grand Rapids pulling the goalie with seven minutes and forty-five seconds. I love this. Wow. Bradstrom. Just skated off as the Griffins got possession behind their own net. I, we saw once with Dallas, but not on a three-goal deficit. Especially with this much time. There's a shot wide in the net, and especially even play. Grimaldi, outlet to Gordon. Here you go. The Hattie scores! That shows you, you want to pull the goalie, put him back in net. A little too early to be pulling the goalie. 7.45, it only took 21 seconds. The hats go out in the ice. And that's the way it should be. Good to see. Now, the penalty kill allowed a couple goals on Friday and then one on Saturday. What exactly wasn't clicking on that end? 
Well, you know, I, I think it was a little bit of a combination of uh, just the Grand Rapids has really lethal scores. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not at the top of the league in terms of goals, but uh, when they get the man up, you know, it's certainly a lethal attack that they have. And it was just one of those random hiccups, too. You know, I, I think that the Gauls PK is going to be able to reset, re, relook at uh, some of those things that went wrong and then attack a, as normal because coming into last weekend, they were second best out of the AHL in terms of penalty kill. Now, that's going to drop a little bit because of what mm-hmm. happened last weekend, but uh, I think that's just one of those little hiccups that we're not going to see very often in this uh, this season. So it's interesting with the Gulls. I was looking at this, but in their six wins this season, they've scored at least four goals in five of those wins. So what has Coach Sommer or any of the guys said in response to how the offense is able to explode sometimes in these wins? Well, we know that they have a really good attack. You know, that's uh, that's one thing that we saw right away when our roster was set back in October was if you look at some of the pedigree from some of these guys, they have, I think, five to maybe six 20 goal scorers, which in the AHL, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So you, you know that it's going to happen and sometimes they just get shut out or shut down. And you had uh, two shutouts within three games that the Gauls suffered. And they kind of came together as a group and said, look, this this can't happen. And, I mean, exploded again against Grand Rapids. I think there was 21 goals between the two teams in the opening weekend. And then here again last weekend, we saw another goal-scoring explosion. The good thing about it, though, was Saturday, Gauls were able to keep the pucks out of their net. And they won with uh, a big way. And, and I think that's the San Diego Gauls that we're going to see more often than not this year. Something that's kind of hindering the team right now is there is a handful of injuries, Erickson Eck, Kirkland, and Healy, to be specific. How have those losses impacted the group? Yeah, I mean, uh, you had Erickson Eck go out on Friday's game. Kirkland left the game as well. Healy left the game this weekend. So uh, it's just other guys stepping up, and, you know, the ice time is there. So, you know, it's going to be who's going to be willing to grab that extra ice time and I think that was one of the reasons why the Gauls won on Saturday was just everybody's ready to step up. And and not that they weren't ready on Friday when there was injuries occurring because Dostal came in and he played unbelievable. He had a fantastic highlight reel save again. Mm-hmm. That's like a broken record. You can probably <laughs> clip that and say that every week. But, uh, you know, everybody's coming in and stepping up. And I think now is the time where they're realizing, you know, we're, we're a team here where we've, we've bonded. We've got that past and and now we've got to figure out how to go through the the roadblocks together and I think that they're doing that very well two divisional matchups in the Tucson Roadrunners and then followed up by the Coachella Valley Firebirds this week let's first start with Tucson what are you expecting to see from that game on Wednesday night before Turkey Day yeah Tucson's quite a different team compared to last year Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year, they were bottom seeders, and I think they finished worse than the in the Pacific Division. And this year, it's a little bit different. Uh, they reached out and got uh, former goal Adam Cracknell. So you're getting a former NHLer and uh, years and years of experience. And then uh, I talked to Braden Tracy about that today, and he said, you know what? It's just another year. And some of these guys are starting to realize how they need to play at pro hockey, and uh, it's really starting to dawn on them. So yeah, and same thing could be said for Braden Tracy, too. You know, it's another year for him, and that's why he's excelling so well. But, you know, the realization is, is uh, you know, a lot of these players for Tucson know how to play at the pro level now. And if they get ahead, they know how to play ahead. So the goals are going to make sure that they're ready from the drop of the puck because uh, I think quick start is going to be very crucial. And, two, 
a feisty team as well with Tucson. You always got to keep your head up when the Roadrunners are coming to town. Now, with the game on Saturday, it will be Hockey Fights Cancer Night. I saw the team is going to be wearing specialty jerseys. Have you gotten to see those yet? I actually have not seen them, but uh, I really like the way that we've been able to incorporate different combinations of Hockey Fights Cancer jerseys in the past. I think last week or two weeks ago, you and I spoke about the military jersey that we Mm -hmm. have, and that's a different theme every year. Uh, The past years that we've had with our our Hockey Fights Cancer jerseys, those have been pretty nice as well, too. I mean, you got sometimes you get the stripe down the middle of it uh, and around the waist, and it's just a really good look that we always have. And you know what, though? Let's put aside the look of it. It's always for a great cause. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we've put up some really good – really good opportunities for everybody to to get involved with this that is either fighting has fought or has lost the fight to cancer and uh, there's always special moments and moments that make you realize that this is more than a game we're part of the community we're trying to get uh, ingrained with everybody possible and lend a helping hand and the community has been really strong this season i want to highlight that the team is fourth in the ahl right now in average attendance How has the atmosphere been in the arena? Oh, it's been incredible. And, uh, you know, that kind of goes without saying in San Diego here. I mean, we've always had really good support. But, you know, at this time of the year, you somewhat see a little bit of a downfall because of the uh, football taking over, Mm -hmm. you know, something else coming out. But I feel like we've got stronger as the season has gone on. Last week, we had a great Saturday. Both brought fantastic attendances. And not only that, but they're loud and they're also aware of the game too. Like, you know, if there's a big penalty kill, you hear a loud cheer. If there's a big save, a big clear, I think the knowledge of the sport is also something that uh, this fan base really holds. And it's really special to see, and especially in the months of November and, and December when, when you might have other things to do and Christmas shopping and, you know, your budget might be a little bit lucky as alive and well in San Diego. I think that's pretty evident. One last thing before I let you go with Thanksgiving on Thursday, I want to know what your favorite Thanksgiving dish is. I've been talking about it a little bit on light the lamp uh, and I've been asking people. So I want to know what your favorite dish is. Can I go with Turkey? (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll do Turkey times three because I'll generally, I'll generally double back for a couple of the dishes, but I will, I'll get off the cuff a little bit though. Cause uh, let's see here. I'll go pecan pie as my backup. Okay. And and then, Hey, you can pronounce it however you want. I was going to say, I say pe- pecan, but we'll go yep. with pecan if that's what you like. <laughs> There's so many different ways to say it. I don't even know anymore because <laughs> I, I, I used to live down. If you say it wrong, we'll look out. <laughs> All right, Andy. So great to have you on another Gulls report. Enjoy your week and good luck to the team. No, thank you so much. It's a pleasure jumping on and talking some golf hockey with you guys. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.